Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, Container Journal, and you're listening to DevOps Chat. This is going to be a really good chat. I'm happy to be talking with Chris Hines from Zscaler. And of course, if you're not familiar with Zscaler, they one of the early companies in, in kind of moving data and, and security to the cloud uh, with their Zscaler cloud and stuff. I, just full disclosure, you know, in my consulting days, I, I actually had the pleasure of working with Jay Chowdhury and the Zscaler team. And I wrote some of their early, early white papers and, and position papers on, on a lot of uh, the earlier Zscaler stuff. So it's a pleasure to have someone from Zscaler on. Chris, welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate the, uh, the time to be here. Um, you know, obviously being able to work here at Zscaler, we're, we're working on a lot of this cloud first architect initiative work and kind of like you said, designing this, this architect has really redefined the way security is done, right? Leveraging the cloud to do it versus some of the uh, legacy incumbent technologies like you know, network appliances, for instance. And a lot of the work I get to do here at the company is you know, you know, helping educate our customers on the value of that, this new kind of architecture, um, you know, helping drive our go-to-market strategy for you know, one of our key services, something called Zscaler Private Access, which has really changed the way um, in which you know we secure access to our private applications via our platform. So thanks for the time to be here. Not a problem. Chris, we should really start. I, I want to jump into Cloud First Architect in a second, but just in, in way of introduction and, and level set, uh, can you just give our audience, you know, what what what's kind of your official title and role at, at Zscaler? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I drive go-to-market for Zscaler uh, private access, right? So heading up our you know our initiatives, our marketing initiatives for it. And it's funny, prior to my uh, my Zscaler days, I actually worked at a company called Docker. Um, so the whole heard of them? <laughs> <laughs> Help uh, build out our enterprise message there, right? Because Docker initially started as an open source company, right? Built out this massive community of developers and and. Uh, you know, across various sects of, you know, Linux, all, the, all this good stuff, and figure out how do we work with that to now enable enterprises with this um, awesome containerization technology as well. So very familiar with this whole migration space and why it's so critical and some of the key players involved in it. Excellent, man. All right. So you mentioned uh, going to be the magic word for today, and that's cloud, or the magic phrase, and that's cloud-first architect. So every time we say cloud-first architect, if our listeners at home can do a quick shot, and we'll see, you know, just where we are at the end of the, at the end of the uh, podcast. But let's start off with this, Chris. What what do we mean when we say cloud first architect? Sure. So you know, a lot of the customers we work with are uh, kind of redefining the way that security is done. Right? We look at every kind of major transformation that's taken place in in our in humanity. It's been you know transformation around. Uh, you know, transportation, going from Henry Ford's Model T to now we got the new Model S or, or uh, Tesla Model 3s, right? We have, we started with kind of drawings of rockets to self-landing engines of those rockets, right? And a lot of it's begin with the architect. And it's the same case as we look to kind of embrace this next kind of fourth industrial revolution when we look at technology now. It's going to be the architects, the forward-thinking individuals who are looking to say, hey, you know, the way we've been doing security and, and networking for the last 30 years, it's time to change. Right. And it's having that mentality of as we as organizations look to embrace cloud, whether it be SaaS applications like Office 365 and Salesforce or Box or IaaS platforms like Azure, AWS and uh, GCP, 
how do we design an architecture that supports this new world, right? And you kind of layer in the fact that we now have a set of users, right? Mobile users who are going to eventually outnumber the amount of users working in the office. Um, so when you start to couple these kind of macro level trends together, you start realizing, hmm, being cloud first, right? Being designing that uh, using technology that's built to scale, built to be agile, but at the same time remain secure is a, a really critical move. And we believe that the art, the architect, is an important role in, in helping driving this transformation to cloud. Absolutely, absolutely. And what's interesting is, even in the way you're talking about it, sort of the idea that security is integrated in here, right? That security is part of this cloud-first architecture. Right. And that this cloud-first architect needs to be, if not a security person, security savvy. That's exactly right. right. That's not, that's exactly right today, but that wasn't exactly right, you know, five years ago. I, I will tell you, you know, I spent the last 15 years, 20 years in security. There was, a, there was, you know, a security had no seat at the table with these people as they talked about their cloud migration and transformations. Yeah, it's funny. It's always kind of taken a, it's been an afterthought, right? It's like, all right, yeah. do something new or do something fresh. Oh, oh we did that already. What, what's, what's the security implications of it? Well, talk yep. about closing the barn door after the horses ran out. Yeah, honestly. But now it's like security can actually be at the forefront. And instead of being an inhibitor to business change, it can actually enable. Got an accelerator, even more than an enabler, an accelerator, Chris, and I, and I think that that's important. I think the other thing, though, that we we need to call out and recognize is that you know what I so I remember being at the RSA conference in two thousand and five mm. when this whole cloud thing, you know, cloud security alliance and all of this stuff was launching, and you know, cloud became a, a real thing, and. Um, you know, the initial reaction or the initial security industry response was to say, well, it, it's really not that different from what we do already. And so you could take the, the security solutions we already had and just use them for your information in the cloud, right? For your infrastructure in the cloud. And, you know, my friend Rich Mogul, who was a Gartner then, or maybe he had started Securosis by that point. You know, he called that cloud washing, mm -hmm. right? Where we took our security from there, from, you know, that was pre-cloud or not designed for cloud. It wasn't cloud native. Cloud native wasn't a word then. But, um, and, and just, you know, tried to use that for our cloud infrastructure. It didn't work so well. I'm sure. Right? I mean, that's where... It's so important. You have you look. You can either retrofit something, a thirty-year-old technology that actually outdates the thing it's now trying to secure, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can leverage something that's born a cloud and built for cloud altogether. Yeah, uh, and and that was Zscaler. Zscaler was one of the first kind of born in the cloud, built in the cloud for the cloud. Even though it was protecting endpoint data and everything else back then, it was really designed to leverage the cloud. That's exactly right. It, and the whole premise behind that was, you know, our CEO, obviously, this is maybe, I think, his sixth company, right? And he's mm -hmm. built companies where it was around, you know, designing network security appliances. And I was like, wait, you know, as more users become mobile, as we start to embrace more cloud, we don't control sales, you know, the Salesforce or Box or Office 365 network. 
We don't control you know, AWS's or GCP or Azure's network, right? So how do we do network security anymore? It's actually impossible, right? It, so it made sense when you had you know, the, the center of gravity existed in the data center. I was like, okay, I'm, my architecture is gonna be built around my data center. So I need a network to connect remote users to it or local users, and by the way, to prevent it from the internet or you know, nefarious actors or bad actors, I'm gonna have a um, host of appliances, a moat, security appliances to guard it, right? That made sense. But now as the majority of apps or you know, a large portion of apps, I'll say, are migrating the cloud, why route users through a data center or through this gateway and then up to the internet? Why not take them directly out to the internet altogether? I, I, I agree with you 100%, man. I, I think we're in, we're in violent agreement there. So a I, I, couple of things I, I, I want to throw up at you there, Chris, and, and get your feedback on too. Number one, is just as we can't take, you know, on-prem based security technology and solutions and think they're going to work in a cloud environment, mm-hmm. you, you also cannot take on-prem designed applications that were designed to work in a LAN, right? Or, you know, were designed to work within that data center and, you know, just move them up to the cloud like it's just, you know, I'm just changing servers. It's more than just changing servers. To really harness the power of the cloud, right? To really leverage it and, and make the kinds of gains, you, you do need to re-architect, to redesign a lot of these apps. I mean, data is data, we, we get that. But you need to redesign these applications. If they're going to take advantage of a containerized environment versus sure. a hypervisor or what have you, right? And, and I think that's another reason why it's really important to have this, this cloud-first architect who, who's taking these applications and truly transforming them into cloud-native. No, that's exactly right. I mean, you're going to have a certain set of applications that maybe in, in some cases, depending on the level of compliance of an industry, that might never be migrated to, to cloud at, you know, in, in reality. But then you also have legacy applications that might have monolithic code bases, right? Where, you know, in order to actually leverage, um, you know, a futuristic technology or, you know, let's say, get them to a distributed microservices architecture, yeah, it's going to have to rebuild or re-architect some of those in quite a way. Or, you know, you take some of those legacy apps, you stick it in a Docker container or, and leverage, you know, Kubernetes or Docker sworn to migrate it and, and orchestrate it at, you know, at scale. Um, and I think part of that is when organizations look at adopting cloud, you need to think of, first off, what's driving it? It's the applications, right? It's which applications do I want to begin with, right? Are you going to start with some of the non-critical applications to kind of get your feet with uh, um, this migration, right? Yep. Yep. The point I want to address, and that is the idea of shift left, right? We hear, hear, you know, what I say last month, I think it was a month ago already, Uh, we we had our fifth, or I think it's the fifth, DevSecOps event you know, at the Moscone Center on Monday. Mm-hmm. And every year the crowd gets bigger and bigger. And, and of course, one of the topics is shift left, right? Shifting security left. When we talk about the cloud-first architect, 
that's almost like the ultimate shift left, right? He needs to be involved right from the get-go. Hence the word first, right? It's not cloud second architect or cloud last architect. It's cloud first architect. But, you know, he or she needs to be there right from the get-go in terms of designing, you know, if you're going to do, you know, uh, cloud native, if you're going to do specific design for the cloud. Correct. Right. And, and again, that's a great, I see it as an opportunity for security professionals and security architects now. Right Absolutely. now, step up and be part of the forefront, you know, a proactive approach rather than a reactive. And I think most security folks would, would appreciate that, right? Being more involved in the strategy before that, because the reality is this is, um, this is new for many folks involved. And I know there's, you know, you have some of the legacy folks who are, they want to wrap their hands around some kind of appliance that they can manage and now moving to a, a hosted service that they don't control can be, you know, difficult, right? From just from a, a personnel and a, a, you know, comfort level situation, right? That's one kind of piece behind it um, from a security perspective. You also have a finance piece as well, which you could talk through, like where, okay, if I purchase security appliances, let's say, and I'm a security individual, I'm comfortable with this, but let's say even if I wanted to move to cloud, how do I depreciate those assets quick enough to make it worthwhile to move and, and embrace a new technology and, and pay for a new technology, right? So security actually becomes inhibited by a bottom line thing as well, which is never a situation where you want to be in. But that's a reality of business, right? Yep, I, I, I hear you 100%. So now let's, let's take this concept of cloud first and cloud first architecture, cloud first architect, and apply it to Zscaler. What are you guys doing with it? How's it helping? Yeah, so one of the big areas, and especially that I'm focused on myself, is you know people are talking about this concept of zero trust security. So I don't know if you, you've heard the term or you're familiar. Yeah, with well, no. If you were in RSA this year, Chris, you heard the term. But so so there's this fundamental approach around how do we embrace zero trust? The idea has been out for let's say you know, ten years, but the reality at the time was we were leveraging you know um, network centric appliance based technologies that were anchored in the data center. And, you know, as you look to embrace more cloud, you start to realize these, you know, the older idea of zero trust needs to evolve really quickly. And there's been some initiatives with Forrester Research where they're talking about things like zero trust extended, and, and this is great. But in reality, we need to look at an architecture that scales and provides zero trust security at a basic level, but also integrates with the other key players in the market, like um, the other pieces of the ecosystem. Identity becomes an important thing to set context, right? You got to work with the mobile endpoint teams, like the MDM solution to provide security there. There's, there's a host of platforms and partners we need to work with to enable zero trust. Um, and looking at redesigning the way that uh, security architecture is done overall is a, is a great opportunity to do that because if the goal is to begin with never trusting a user, but then provide access based on context and then monitor that, why not have a, a platform that can provide a really kind of granular level of security without the inherent risk of trusting the user by putting them on the network at all? Right? So this is some of the fundamental beginnings of you know, the way in which we've architected our platform, where it's not around connecting a user to a, a network. Right? It's about connecting a user to a specific application from there. Once you open up your mind to that and decouple application access from network access, you can actually become this cloud-first architect that we envision the world becoming quite quickly, right? And, and the architects working at some of the world's largest, as well as, you know, small GB, or we call it GB, but uh, general business or small size organizations as well, right? Yep. Uh, excellent, excellent, excellent points, man. So where do you see this going next? 
Man, there's, there's a lot. Look, so um, there's a world where you're connecting users to applications. Then you look at kind of where, we, where things are going with IoT, where things are going with 5G, with mobility, with, uh, you know, this idea of internet-connected devices as well. You can start to really apply this security idea of posted security in the cloud, right, but applicable across users, different technologies as well, um, you know, regardless of where the application is running, right? It's not just around running apps specifically in Azure or uh, in AWS or on data center. It's enabling all of this, right? It's, a, it's this concept of, you know, the security policies follow the user regardless of where they are or regardless of the application which you're attempting to access runs within. And there's, there's so much opportunity when you open your mind to this new cloud-first architecture. And I just hope that, you know, this, you know, this um, podcast here with you can help inspire some of that change within, within the enterprise. That, that, would, that would be nice. <laughs> I don't, you know, I like to, I love our podcast. I hope, I don't know how influential it is, but it's a start anyway. Um, Chris, we're, we're coming up on our time limit here, as I mentioned to you earlier on. It goes quick once we get going. Time flies, but, <laughs> yeah, it happens. But look, you know, this we haven't had anyone from Zscaler on in a while. So it's I want to thank you for coming and I want to invite you back soon and you know, always always happy to get the Zscaler point of view yeah, out to our audience. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here. Uh, and we appreciate your support and you know, thank you. All righty. Christopher Hines from Zscaler talking about cloud-first architecture and the need for a cloud-first architect. This is Alan Schimmel from MediaOps, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, Container Journal. You've just listened to another DevOps chat. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.